What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Day, day, day. I had to say it. I had to. What is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell Coles, the page of the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And man, man oh man. So to be to be transparent with everyone as we roll into the show, I'm going to say I'm currently feeling like I did feel back in like the like early to mid stages of corona when it came back to the news and we're like shoot what do we talk about Mm. so this episode i'm trying to stay away from the the politics um depending on how we feel we may touch on that a tiny bit on like the debate with uh kamala and pence but i'm really not trying to get into that too much um a lot of the topics we're, we're gonna stay away from that focus more on the celebrity we have a, a bit more relationship advice topics we're gonna get into those things um but yeah and on top of it i have a topic that's gonna talk about burnout um so we're gonna talk about that too because that is something that i feel like is it rears its ugly head every now and then and it's, it's happening more like i just yeah. saw a podcast I got, i'm gonna listen to after this um about burnout and then the relationship topic we have is going to talk about it so it's something that needs to be talked about um and i know we cover this uh man i don't even know like maybe back in april may and it's just it's getting worse like to be straight up it's just getting a lot worse well i think not only the longer that this goes on but also we're starting to get into cool weather we're we're gonna be inside more it's starting to get darker earlier in less than a month it's gonna be daylight savings time again and then it's dark at 4 30 like these are very real things that every year already affect people so now it's just escalated yeah now you can't go out yeah so and then we're going also into the holiday season with this happening so there's a lot of stress around what is going on the last time the last time i could think that we were like out like to a restaurant to eat was probably when we went like on a double date i think what back in january maybe i think i feel like that we didn't go on a double date in january oh was it december no yeah maybe it was well december. we went we didn't go anywhere though they came here no it was, okay we're talking about something different i'm talking about chili's so I went to Chili's. I, I was like probably maybe November. Oh, with the um, the other friends. Yeah. That are getting married. Um, but like, I don't think we've been to like a restaurant. That was since a while then. ago. But yeah, I don't think we've been no, to a that restaurant was... since then. No. I mean, so first of all, that double date was before we got married. Yeah, like November. I'm thinking maybe. I think it was even before okay. that. Well, that was a while ago. Point is, but I think I I still think we went to a restaurant maybe like oh you know what because we went on vacation then, and we yes because we went on the honeymoon and then i got super sick and then you got sick and then recovery and we were like i also didn't want to go out to eat because i didn't want to like have the cheat meal again to make me feel worse and so yeah you're probably oh, going to a restaurant probably in a year we haven't had to feel what that, the heck? that atmosphere i didn't realize it had you. been so long for us but yeah because of how sick we got and how everything played out before the shutdown. I was thinking about that. And I'm like, damn, like that sucks. Huh? I miss that. I miss that energy of just coming, well, like eating and just chilling. Like, uh. And I saw a statistic that basically said, um, the thing that is, oh goodness. 
Sorry, spontaneous <laughs> yawn. Um, you can't like stop a yawn. It's very hard to stop a yawn. Like, I mean, you can I can stop, stop a you. sneeze. I'll just, do, I'll just do a smack on the face. But I, but That's nice. <laughs> let's get back to it. Uh, you're like, hold on. Um, no, I saw a statistic that um, going out to eat, it makes you twice as likely to contract mm. COVID. And it's even more risky than like getting your hair cut, going to the gym, um, going on a walk, like all these other things you could do. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because, again, like all those things, you have the mask on yep. um, the whole time. This you take it off when you're at the booth or at the table. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that always got me. Like, I understand people have different comfort levels for me. I'm still not comfortable going to an indoor restaurant. Honestly, we we haven't even done the outdoor dining because I think they said technically the outdoor dining could also be riskier, even though you think because you're in the air, but like you're still they, in the air. They, that you're like, still really else close. Was. When we drive right. by places, you still look pretty close to these people. So... I'm just not comfortable with it because what I think of is if it lingers in the air for a while and you sit in the same seat of like someone that was there like 15 minutes ago and was like, you know, could be sick, maybe even sneezed or like something happened. I just feel like you're in like their bubble of spit. (laughs) Like, I just feel like it's there because you're you know yes they can clean the table itself the booth itself the but it's the air that's the problem and it's like once you're at that table your mask is off for a while so mm-hmm. and like people were arguing with that statistic because they were saying how um like restaurant owners people who work there were saying this like don't kill the restaurant industry even more you know all of our employees oh gosh smack <laughs> He did not really. There's evidence on YouTube. Um, No. But even the employees are like, oh, no one here has gotten sick. Like, stop with this. It's not about the employees because they're always wearing the mask. It's the people that are coming to the restaurant that are making it twice as likely. Like, think. It makes sense, especially indoors. So, I don't know. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, I'm just saying it's adding to my depression. But me feeling burnt out and, and also feeling like the weekends I'm not getting two days I'm getting one day is how I feel lately why it's just going by too fast and the week is going by too slow like mine are all melting together because my days I work like during the week the weekend like mine all change my schedule changes every single week and it's like I'm just all over the place so like mine just consistently keeps going like I'm kind of tempted <laughs> I'm but kind of tempted to take off. So this this uh week is my birthday week. Yay! Um, that's why I'm getting older. On Thursday. Um, and I'm kind of tempted. I'm already taking off Friday. I'm kind of tempted to, to take off Thursday or that Monday. I just say screw it. Like I'm just I. Uh, I'm just I'm so drained, dog. That's the issue. I'm no, so I feel that too. And I, I don't know what to do. For me, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was coming home from the wedding that I worked. That. I genuinely am grateful for like all the people I have right now and the work I do have because I know even though it's not normal, it could be still worse. Like I could have like no one could have come back and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, but I thought about it. It's this weird thing that happened, you know, during the shutdown. I think a lot of people reconfigured their lifestyle. And so they figured 
I need more balance or self care is more important mm-hmm. or, you know, all this stuff. So I, like that's one breath, but in the other breath, it's almost like as a business owner, you feel the need to take everything that you can get at this point, mm-hmm. just because you know, it's a bad time and that mm-hmm. why would you say no when you were shut down for three whole months? a whole quarter was wasted this year. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's this weird in between where I'm like, well, I can't necessarily say yes to everybody because if it's like either at a crazy hour or I just, I'm gonna, you know, burn out if I cram too many people in one day or something, I Mm -hmm. still have to do that. I want to have that balance that I think a lot of us now value more. Um, But at the same time, it's like, oh, you just feel the need to, take all the work because there was a very real time where it was not there and you now it's like we don't even know if that'll come back again it's this constant fear of i gotta work while i can it's i don't know i don't like it like it's (laughs) it's stressful so that's why i'm kind of all over the place yeah yeah like i have a random like client coming in at like seven in the morning in a couple days i mean that one is more so because she has to get she has an early photo shoot so it makes sense but like that's a good example of rather than having like these are my business hours and this is all i'm going to stick to it's more like well i am available i can get up earlier i can you know i'm gonna take it Mm -hmm. like it's (laughs) i'm not mad about it but it's just i don't know it's that kind of mindset that now it's like well I don't really have like when people ask me, they're like, what days do you work or like, what are your hours and all this? And it's like you have to put certain hours like for Google and Yelp and all that stuff. But eh, I mean, maybe those are the hours you can expect me to respond to something. Mm -hmm. But as far as like if you need to come in like a little earlier, a little later, like whatever, I've never really been opposed to that. And I feel like now even more so. she's she's pretty much saying just give me the money like i'll work give me the money but it's it did it came to where i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying that's what you're saying it yes because for three months there was nothing it was a scary time and so i get i guess i understand kind of like what our probably great grandparents would have gone through with the great depression um and how like everybody they went through this terrible time and then a lot of people carried reactions to that throughout their life so there would be like hoarders so like there's probably still people like hoarding toilet paper or something and they may do that for a long time you know or um no like their habits were savings was huge after that like they every penny like they couldn't spend a penny everything had to be saved because we don't know if another great depression is going to happen you know or like tons of food stock up or something so i feel like it's kind of like that like we went through such a traumatic event in the beginning of the year that now we react to it Uh because we are in this kind of in-between where we don't know if it's gonna go back (laughs) yeah Oh my gosh! Fingers crossed. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know why we got into all that, but yeah. A tangent. I did. It just you know, but that's what we do here. Um. So before we get into our, our you know topic here, um, I do want to say because I haven't put this out there for a while. 
Um, check out our Etsy shop, Good Feeling Apparel. I, if you are watching the YouTube version, I am currently rocking a shirt that should be up there around the time this podcast goes live. That's called that's uh, says Invest in Your Mental Wealth, um, <laughs> which is a perfect time for this podcast. Oh my gosh! Right? Um, Look at that! And like, I dig it because you know you're thinking invest in your mental health and all that stuff, but like it uses like the the euro symbol, the you know, the money symbol it uses like the different currency symbols like a part of the shirt to further like dry like play on that investing if you get what i mean but yeah that shirt's gonna be live uh we have a bunch of other things up on our etsy shop and it's popping over there mm-hmm. but uh go check it out we have random little sales too and we always have free shipping so go check it out yeah speaking of which some sale may actually be happening around the time this podcast oh, right oh. but uh yeah all right so an update on this story here on this Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion story. So, last thing we said, or probably about a week or two ago, was Tory dropped an album of his tell-all about the situation, essentially saying he didn't do it, you know, they're trying to set him up, all this stuff. <laughs> so, uh, this past Thursday, Tory Lanez was charged with assaulting a woman who, of course, that's Meg the Stallion, um, put the information provided by the Los Angeles District Attorney, Attorney's Office. He faces a possible maximum sentence of 22 years and eight, eight, uh, I was going to say 18, eight months in prison. Um, so Meg, I guess, didn't identify uh, the person by name, although the details in the lineup uh, with the July 12th incident. Well, she claimed that Tory Lanez fired a shot at her as she exited a car in which they had been traveling, resulting in injuries in her feet uh, that require surgery. Um, I have a lot of questions on this. I'm kind of like, why didn't they like get him beforehand? If if like, why did it take? This happened back in July. Why did it take, what, August, September, October? Like, it took three extra months for them to, like, do something. Um, like, I don't understand the process My of thought this. is, one, because she didn't name him, and two, because no one died. I wonder if him putting out the album, like, further, like, drew attention on him now. He put the album out, and then, like, a week or two later, they're like, yep, get him. But, yeah, because I feel like, yes, someone was shot, but I definitely feel like they prioritize if it was a death yeah. versus a foot. And see, the issue is, if he is, you know, uh, charged on these cases, like convicted of these these charges, um, yeah, he's going to get deported back to uh, Canada. Oh, um, I didn't realize he was from there. Yeah. So that is going to be interesting. And I, would he? So he'd serve there? I, that's my thought. I would assume okay. that's what happens. I don't think they would lock you up here for you know twenty two years and then be like, all right, you're off to Canada. I assume they just right. take you on to Canada and you gotta just you live in there. Um, you're their problem now. So, yeah. And I already told you guys, you know, back when we were talking about this before. I literally went to Spotify, you know, went to Tori's page and hit like the three little dots, and you could say like a uh, block this artist or something like that. So. He does not pop up at all. Like no features, no anything from him. I that's the first time I ever done that to someone because I didn't do it when everyone was doing the R. Kelly stuff. Also because I don't listen to R. Kelly, mm-hmm. but like this is one I I can't like I I don't care like goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that? Not really. <laughs> I mean, it just You're like yeah. Good riddance. Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously, 
he did something wrong so you know don't do the crime if you can't do the time kind of thing but no. i guess it does make sense though going back to canada because yeah why would we pay taxes for someone to be in an american jail if they're not american so pretty much i mean he, to be fair he, he probably was paying taxes of course well no i know but i'm saying you know what i mean yeah like we then would be responsible for him in jail Mm-hmm. so the next thing i want to talk about that's a lot better than tori which is rihanna <laughs> we didn't talk about this i believe last week um when it happened or the week before and i really wanted to touch on it and i missed it but dog so rihanna does this like i'm gonna just say annual show uh her savage x fancy like show on amazon um it's not nothing live but it's like this it's like hour-long event i didn't watch the first showcase one. that's a good way to yeah. put it like this hour-long showcase of her her clothing like lingerie um i don't know sleepwear like like yeah. these the yeah just her pieces on a bunch of variety of different people and man it was dope it it's a mix of like they get they know how what they're doing like it's a mix of them giving you like a performance with an artist and then them doing a performance with just regular people wearing the clothing wearing, wearing rihanna's clothing and then rihanna um kind of giving her take on it or her her team giving like their take on you know what rihanna's doing to change the game mm-hmm. and yeah i really like this i was not expecting much i'm like hey let me check it out i see it trending on twitter i don't know if i don't like it i'm gonna click it off but yeah like i like this a lot what are you feeling yeah um i didn't realize you were watching at first because i think i was watching something else or on my switch or something and so i caught like probably the last half and i really liked it i had seen a picture a couple nights before that of like everyone in the show mm-hmm. um and i thought it was really cool uh i also saw um after the fact there was like this one plus size guy uh in boxers and he i mean that's it right there because the thing is it's not even just like you have your fair share of plus size women of course you have your non-binary you have um transgender all these different people but i think they the they had less uh plus size men specifically i think um, and I know you were saying that it might have been because of a comfort level thing. That's because, like, obviously you're shirtless, you're in underwear, like, you're prancing around. So, um, you obviously have to be able to get people to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, but there was this one, like, on an ad. And, like, yeah, like, just looking like an average dude, especially in America. Um, <laughs> well, no, because we everyone knows we are a country that is generally heavier yeah. like we we have a higher average weight than other countries mm-hmm. um but yeah so i thought that was really cool um because sometimes some of these lines focus just on the women and getting plus size women which is still important but it's i mean it's not as diverse like this had every gender color everything so everybody feels involved in that they can wear these pieces um which i thought was cool uh also they had actual plus size people like let's talk about that for a minute because as much as i love ashley graham okay she's like a huge plus size model like awesome 
she's another one that like overall she's bigger but she's still kind of toned and has the flatter belly and like that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. um whenever even like okay let's t- have a laugh at have you ever seen the plus size female mannequins in stores they're like always flat stomach like they're just overall bigger like they're just they just made it wider mm-hmm. but it's always got a flat stomach so i like that here you have the rolls you have the cellulite the stretch marks the tummy you know not just when you sit or bend over it's just there like all the time and like that stuff is important because there's so many people that look like that mm-hmm. so i'm like i am all for how she advertises this and it definitely is more of a showcase it's not just a runway thing like where you're up and down the aisle like pose and go back it's more like it was an artistic experience of like the the outfits the makeup and hair and the sets and everything was like an experience it was really cool well thought out so yeah i'm here for it and I'm not sure how much I want to touch on this because I don't really have a clear understanding of this part. But Rihanna did catch flack afterwards um, because one of the songs that the dancers were dancing to was a song called Doom uh, by London-based producer QQ Chloe. And I guess uh, it, the sample that was a part of it um, had some like Islamic verses that like offended a certain community. Um I, again, don't want to speak too much about it, but I just want to throw it out there. Um, and, you know, they did apologize for it and say they're going to go back and just edit it. So uh, I'm not sure if it was. It's probably, I, th- I believe it's, we already heard this when we were listening. Um, this happened like maybe like a few days after right. it's been out. I didn't even then, catch yeah. it at that point. I mean, so. we wouldn't catch it because right, we're not used right. to it. Like, we wouldn't know what, what would be offensive. I wonder if it was like a certain saying that you shouldn't say or something i have no idea but i did want to mention that and of course yeah. they, you know they say sorry like no one really no one meant to like right they probably just used it because it was like upbeat or something but yeah okay so i did want to throw that out there well here's the thing the cool thing is she acknowledged you know they acknowledged that okay that wasn't cool like we'll we'll fix it that's exactly it because you know you then you had victoria's secret being like, well, you know, transgender will never be real females and they'll never be attractive and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, look at them. They're dying. And exactly. Victoria's Secret is a dying brand now, especially with Fenty coming out and, and saying, COVID. look at this. And COVID. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, co- well, yeah, COVID's kind of killing all the storefronts. But, um, you know, I find that very interesting because it goes again and shows like they've always been there to acknowledge like realistic expectations. Like it, it's like versus Victoria's Secret was just like, nope, we're just it's all size two or size zero. It's all, you know, mostly white um, mm-hmm. and only, you know, yeah. this type of female. I so, love cis female. And Rihanna's like documentary. She's like she wants everyone to wear it. And like they showed up. Um, right. And she's uh, genuine about that. Damn, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Lornell. What's her last name? Is it Lornell Hall? She's she's a popular, like, she's a comedian. She's a black woman. Uh, a bit oh. bigger. Uh, I think it's Lornell. Yeah. And um, she was she was sitting there, like, shocked that Rihanna had clothing that would fit her. Right. And, yeah, like, I love how, like, Rihanna's like, yo, 
no matter who you are, what shape you are, it's like she wants you to be comfortable wearing her clothes. Like I, that, like why? Again, I don't understand why this hasn't happened. Yeah. Because you would think it'd be smart for any brand to be inclusive instead yep. of exclusive. Uh, so smart, and you could just tell like Viana's so genuine with it, and like just how they were like how her team was talking in that uh documentary showcase type thing um they're like rihanna could just tell like you know looking at clothing or touching it like if it was, would feel good on someone um yep. you know all this stuff and it's just like that's crazy when i was a teenager and i'm gonna keep this uh discreet so like no one knows who i'm talking about um but when i was a teenager i went with somebody to victoria's secret and at this time I, you know, I was fitting in them, no problem. It was whatever. But the person I was with um, was a bit heavier and, like, was having real issues fitting any of them on her. And um, they would give her, like, the... There's these extenders that you can put on your bra. So, like, the little clasp things, you put, like, another one of those, like, another row on to make it so that it goes like further um and that's where like the numbers come in on bras like 36 38 40 like that's the around part Mm -hmm. um and like just nothing you know and a a bit heavier but not like crazy like overweight like not obese like you know and so that was a day that would made her very insecure like Mm -hmm. it was really annoying right because you look at victoria's secret you just want to be like hey like these are cute pretty like feminine whatever like i want to try one on like maybe you know have one just to feel good in and Mm -hmm. it's it does the complete opposite then with that so i looked up rihanna's sizing and i i think the number went as high as like 48 and then the typical store i can find up to 42 or 44 maybe Mm -hmm. um so that's good and then the cup size went up i think to h which is pretty good because typically they go up to maybe like double D. So D. So these are just numbers or not le- letters that go. So what's so the D? cup size is D- bigger. F G H. Damn. Right. So that's crazy. It, then it holds more like volume here. So I feel like not only is it the circumference of your body, it's going to fit better, but then your actual, you know, bazoomas <laughs> will will uh, fit better okay. in the cup. They'll the they won't be like poking out everywhere. Like because that's the annoying thing too is sometimes people struggle finding a proper fitting bra Mm -hmm. and then they have to like settle for like they're like gaping everywhere and it's uncomfortable like if you're spilling out of your cups all the time that's Mm -hmm. not a it doesn't look cute doesn't feel good so i thought that was really cool to see like her sizing actually is pretty legit i mean sure maybe some places like uh plus size specific stores do even more um but i mean to be a general line for everybody, yeah. that's pretty good. To be an inclusive brand and not be specific to like whether you're plus size or not, like that, I'd say that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, if you haven't watched it, go. On, I assume everyone has Amazon Prime, so go to the Amazon's like video platform, um, and you'd be able to watch it. Like it, it was it was worth watching. Uh, the performances, whether it was from the artists or um the the dancers that were wearing the clothing were really good mm-hmm. ah, man here we go so now we're going to touch on burnout 
Um, this relationship topic is about. Hold on. This is about a this woman's husband who is twenty five and she is twenty five, and her she says her husband is getting sadder and sadder the longer he works from home. Mm. How can I help? Uh, give me a second, because now I just lost my thing I was just trying to use. Of course. The dog is not here. She She'd rather chill in her own place. <laughs> um, so she goes on to say, another day, another COVID problem. Hmm. When, COVID hit, when COVID hit in America, my husband's company promptly went from work from home. I got to work from home for a couple months, but now I'm back at work full time and have been since May or so. Um, and then she puts, she adds in that they've been married for a year and a half. Um, she says how her husband didn't mind working from home at first. He had a super long commute and now he can get up later, uh, stuff like that. But now he feels completely purposeless. The most we've been doing is a walk at the park every Saturday and grocery shopping. And now the weather's starting to get colder and we're going to lose the park walks. He hasn't seen his family in almost a year. He video chats friends and family, but he desperately misses going places, going out to eat, etc. Is there a way? Is there any way I can help him? We've been cuddling more, and she puts in parentheses. He misses human contact, as we do our own thing after work. We do, we do an at-home date once a week, uh, cooking out, cooking dinner out of a cookbook. Um, I don't know what else I can do. He sleeps late. He wakes up early. He wakes up late. Goddamn. And basically hates life right now. Political, politically. Political situation. Everything doesn't help either. I'm worried about him. Thank you. Thank you for catching me as I was falling. Because I was falling. <laughs> I got you. Um, wow. Yeah, that sounds similar. Uh, sounds like my life right there. I mean, it sounds similar because like even like, so we've been walking more. But yes, it's starting to get cooler in like probably in a month or so. That's going to stop because I hate cold weather. Um, grocery shopping every couple weeks. Uh, you know, maybe takeout or uh, delivery like every now and then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's like, sure, we're trying new recipes. But I mean, it doesn't feel that doesn't feel like a date that just feels like we need variety in our food so like let's try something else like it's you know what i mean like it, it's, yeah, it doesn't it's just it's, it's just we're gonna, we need to eat like uh it sounds pretty similar and we're both just man i feel that the whole she said they've been cuddling more because he misses human contact i feel that you should cuddle me more no what no. He said no, no. But like, um, I yeah, this is I, a struggle that I feel like a lot of people are going through. And it's and like we watch shows, but we always did that before anyway. Like you know, and it's you're still stuck and uh, yeah, it sucks. Because like I would really, I would really love to like hang out with friends, but it's like, where do we go to the park? Like, again, restaurants and going out bowling or going out to the movies, like, these things were, like, normal things we did. And, like, you right. can't do that. and Or right. or you don't feel comfortable. Especially, like, right. yeah, some movie theaters may be open or, or I'm not even sure if they're open. But some of them seem to be transitioning to that. 
um but like do you really want to go in there at that time and you have to wear your mask the whole time and who are people that aren't wearing the mask because well, it's dark and it's also kind of funny because like what even type of movies are being released in theaters right now because i don't see trailers i mean tencent just came out for what's that it's a movie with denzel washington son that okay all i was out. gonna say is i haven't been seeing trailers like they used to and so it's almost like there's less hype there's less like intense movies coming out or something yeah, movies coming out uh soul i believe is going out to the movie is i going don't to know theaters. i'm just saying this this still movies going to theaters things are still different but it, i bring this up because i'm like i don't know what to really say because it's like we're in a sucky position because yeah we we've been doing a lot more walks um but yeah when it gets colder like you're looking at a treadmill to, yeah. to start using so it's like that's gonna be still stuck at home <laughs> that's one less thing of and us going out and that yeah, just and also shopping. it's just like one on one like you know like if you just have one treadmill you're just doing it like by yourself and like and it's in the house as much as i feel like people may not do it i kind of do want to have like a small get together with family at like for like even more so now like for thanksgiving and you know for christmas and new year's like have friends over so, like something like uh it's just like i feel like you need it more with mm. other people because it's like you don't have that like you're sitting here to, like if you're working like for me i've been working from home for uh man i can't even think what six eight seven since something mid-march since march I, i'm trying to give a month line but for a long time and it's just like <sighs> i want to go places and you don't realize your work-life balance gets thrown off because now i'm sitting here i'm, I'm hopping on work earlier i'm hopping off work later like I used to be able to disconnect from work and be like, yeah, when I get to work, I work. Right. And then when I'm like... I know you always said that. That drive in between that 45 minutes in between is me listening to music or podcasts yeah. is my disconnect time. And I don't look at my computer, my phone when I'm home. Like, it's just it's just yep. it's not happening. But now, it's with me all the time. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, it's seven months, basically, because we're in just about mid-October, and it was mid-March that you started. Yeah, it hurts. It's, it's a lot. And for me, it's like, I kind of always worked at home anyway. I have an in-home studio. Like, I, I, you know, I'll take clients here. I do computer work here. Like, I always kind of did that. But it still is an adjustment because it's an adjustment, obviously, because you're always here. So, like, us kind of coordinating working schedules and all that and maybe getting influenced by the other of, like, if you're feeling more lazy or you're feeling more productive and, like, you kind of feel the other person feels that more and then uh just for me it's been a weird roller coaster because yeah like the first three months not being able to take clients but then adjusting what i was doing then slowly starting to trickle into clients but it's not the same and it's like <sighs> so it's different like it's not like the burnout you have but it still is i always again i always feel on i always feel like i have to do something anything to progress forward well i mean yeah this is a bit different so i can't really speak to that but yeah i mean that's just i feel like that's that's just a thing no matter if you have a business like you're always on so it's true never, it but i feel change. like more so now than ever it's that feeling of i have to do something productive so that i can move forward from this spot i'm in mm -hmm. rather than i can't just stay here and i know it's not all on me because obviously yeah there's a pandemic there's you know comf clients comfort level there's all that stuff 
But it just feels like still I have to like take control of what I can. Mm -hmm. Like instead of just doing nothing all the time, like I have to work harder because then I want to be ready, I guess, to like hit the ground running when I can. It's that feeling. And it's the feeling of, again, knowing self-care, downtime, all that stuff is important. But as a business owner, you always felt bad doing that. Now you feel worse doing that. Mm. It's like the whole struggle of, I'm exhausted. I really need this. But at the same time, I feel guilty about this. Because it's like, what else could I be doing? Mm. So that's kind of played up more. So your brain is still kind of going crazy right now. <laughs> so yeah, I don't really think there's the, something I feel like there's something that someone can help in this situation like it sucks being like that partner and seeing your partner go through this and like them being like depressed and miserable about their situation yeah but like i really don't think it's unfortunate i don't think there's anything you could do because it's not yeah everyone's trying to like cope in their own ways especially if like if if the reason they haven't gone out like to eat and stuff like that is because you know this guy may be he um what's the term like there's certain people that don't want to go out because they're immune compromised, I believe is the word. Immunocompromised. Uh, yeah. So it's like, he may not want to go out because of that risk, which I totally understand. Right. So it's like, ah, it sucks. And we kind of hope, you know, by spring of next year that things get back to normal. I would love to be able to have the, the you know, a lot more flexibility, even though I, I did at the time, to be able to be like, I'm working from home this week. Or I'm going to go to the office this whole week or so, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that will change. It is. I feel like we enjoyed having the option of being able to work from home or not. Mm -hmm. But just being it pushed on you and it, it interrupting your work-life balance mm -hmm. is like the issue that's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, it's just letting things play out is how I would say. Um, and just hoping that 2021 isn't a big waste of time. Like, who would have knew that 2022, yeah, 2020, you would um, waste, like, nine months out of the year? A whole pregnancy. Like, who would have <laughs> knew that that year would be a wash? And you're going to think back next year I and mean, be like... See, and that's the regard. I guess I disagree there because I don't feel like it's a complete waste, at least on my front, because, again... The time has given me time not only to work on personal things I've needed to work on, but also professionally, yes, it's different and it's a little stressful, but it's actually given me the time to work on my business with like projects that I had on the back burner forever or ideas like new ideas or something for courses, products, whatever. So for me, it's not a complete waste. At that point, it's a matter of make sure it's not a complete waste. You know what I mean? Like, because I could, I could just still ignore everything or I could work on it or like find a middle ground kind of thing. So I guess it's not complete waste for me. It's just financially, mostly, it's different. Well, you're doing better than me because it's complete waste to me. Like, it's Well, just, I mean, uh, I it's different. Happen. Well, yeah, because you're working for someone. So if it already kind of... Talk. is dictated to you i was hoping to get like a nice like raise and bonus or something no. and then corona came and was like nah you have plans it's like when women well, have like same. like when women don't think they're gonna have their period and then it happens like oh god mm -hmm. 
no, shut up. Okay. Yeah, we're not going there. Oh god. Um, but yeah, I'm like, damn, had hopes. It's no same with me. I was really thinking because the way this year was going to shape up with how successful it was going to be, I was thinking I was going to give myself a raise by the end of the year, mm-hmm. and that's not happening. I'm just, I'm just trying at this point be consistent with paying myself. That's all I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's different too now. Yo. I thought about this. You know how at the beginning of the year we had like what our goals were or something? Oh, for, I think God. It's, yo, we should totally cringe. Come at like the, like have the audio playing and then like bit by bit as the audio is playing, we'll like give our takes on it. Um, we'll just cry. I feel like that would be an We'll cry podcast. and laugh. Um, oh, no. So we'll see it, you know, coming November and that December for that. That'd be worthy. Um, I still remember that that conversation. We went to Dave and Buster's on New Year's Eve, which is definitely not happening this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we had this nice conversation at the dinner table, and like I was really feeling it, and I was like, I just know this is it. Like this is so. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be so good for me. Like I have worked so long and hard for this. It's gonna be great. And then yeah, so the, God that, was like, nah, G. but it hurts me looking back at that. I'm just like, oh sweetie. And you are so young. And <laughs> if young, only. Um. So I have another relationship <sighs> topic here I wanted to get into. Okay. So this one is about. Her boyfriend being stressed about how young uh, she looks, or his girlfriend looks. So the boyfriend is 30, and the girlfriend is 20. (laughs) Okay, so she goes on to say, So I've been close friends with him for a couple years now. Uh, We met when I was 18, and he was a little put off about how young I was. I feel stupid saying this. But I am very mature for my age. I get along great with people in their twenties and thirties. Uh, uh, have and uh, wait, goddamn, they messed up. Since I was sixteen, I don't like that. No. Well, yeah, it's like a weird sentence. Yeah, that's why it's throwing me off. And have since I <laughs> I was sixteen, we get along great. Treats me amazing and is always complimenting me. He gets stressed when we we go out to eat or go out to uh, go out in public often because i look 16 he lives in a very conservative area with uh oh god with uh, human trafficking yeah that's, but that's so messed up like, under the spotlight me, you take the take he's this. scared people will think he's a creep Sick. i sent him some pictures of a dorky outfit i put on and pigtails Oh I was teasing God. him about going out like this, and he was joking back. Finally, I said I'll wear something cute, but I actually like the pigtails. I honestly thought I looked cute in them, and I have friends that wear them sometimes. He got so stressed and was trying to tell me I can do what I want in the end, but he's so worried people are going to think he's a, with a high schooler. He was begging me not to. I understand, but it really hurt my feelings. People don't take me seriously often because I look so young, and I get self-conscious when people still ask me what grade I'm in. I'm almost 21. It is what it is, and I don't know how to not take it so personally. Um, first of all, I get what she's saying about just naturally getting along with people that are older than her. Cause that's me. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, that's a whole, that's a story for me why that is. But, um, I mean, it is pretty common for people to just better get along with people that are older than them. So that part's not completely weird. Um, I think, I mean, first of all, if he's worried about, oh, they're going to think I'm with a high school. Honey, he's, she's only like a couple years removed from high school as it is. Like, I mean, it's not that, <laughs> it's not that far off. So, um, but 
I, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't, ugh. I don't like the area that you're in if they're, it's high for human trafficking. I mean, I hate being this person because I have different views. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, man. Um, so I hate to be this person. I oh, hate to be, be this person. But you know, this is, I feel like I was saying this to you a week or so ago, where I don't understand how a guy can date a girl. And I was saying, like, you know, she can be 18 and he's 25 or something. Like, I can't see myself dating someone that's younger that, like, oh, right. yeah, we is did talk still, about this. like, 20 from 30 is a huge jump. Imagine right. us now. We're, we're closer to 30 than we are to 20 right now. And it's just, like, we've done so much and had so much life experiences versus someone that hasn't. And, like, this person's not even able to drink yet. And it's just, like, ah. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh. What do you expect? I don't want. That's my thing. I don't understand what you don't expect dating someone that looks like they're younger. Like right. you're just gonna have to be okay with it. Right. Like. Right. Even like even with a ten year gap, as this guy starts to age and get into you know his thirty fives and she's gonna be twenty five or you know he's gonna be forty and she's gonna be if they you know stay together that long it's like it's still going to always yeah. be a difference in age because you know he's gonna start he's gonna look you know older for his age because he's mm-hmm. he is and she's going to look younger um mm-hmm. you know assuming everyone's taking care of their body and health and all that stuff but like that's it's always gonna be an issue <laughs> like yeah yeah no that's true because we talked about that and yeah we talked about how if you're a decade apart to think of who you were, like, for me to think of who I was at 17, 10 years ago, I mean, completely different. And, yeah, I, I don't, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I mean, we could push that to 18, so it's legal, but I, no, no, I do not want to be with an 18-year-old. Oh, No. No, because I feel like there's so much handholding and like. Well, there's that. You probably don't have really much experience. You're you're just going into college. You don't got any anything figured out. I've worked my ass off the last decade to work on myself and figure stuff out and finally get like a footing in like real adult life. And oh, I you would feel like my child at that point. I don't like I. There's one thing. Like, I'm cool helping the person I'm with, like, and being a supportive partner. But then, I don't know. I just feel like now I'm just, like, guiding you through life like a parent. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, you always hear, like, men usually mature slower than women. And that I totally believe. So if that's true, then now I'm with someone even mentally less mature than even 18. It's like, no, I don't. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, I don't know. I don't really understand that thing. <laughs> See, getting along with, I, I should have prefaced, I have a lot of friends specifically who are female who are older than me, who, you know, they have their own kids, they, you know, 20-year marriages, whatever. 
they are like people I get along with. I wouldn't say I'm like over here being buddy buddy with older men specifically. So like, it's not weird for me. It's not this dynamic where she gets along with older people, but now she's like counting that as a partner. Because I never had that. I've always dated people around my age. Yeah, but even going to what you're saying, you're like, yeah, sure. Like, people would say that about me. That's great and all. But, like, I knew my I knew my age limit. Like, for example, when, uh, when I was doing way back with, like, online dating and stuff like that, like, I set my threshold to a certain level right, right. for age. But at the end of the day, like, I don't see it. You know, again, like if if you flip it, me being 18 and me looking at a girl that's like 24 or 25, like I don't think we're on the same level because I would like to expect that you being 24, 25, you know, you may have a better an actual job versus I'm sitting here, you know, working at Target or something like that. I do feel like once you get past like five years of difference, that's where it can start to get more fuzzy. Because I think when I had put my limit, I think it was somewhere around maybe 25, 26. And I was 21, I think, at the time. So, like, I was okay if they were a few years older. But I feel like, yeah, once you get into, like, a decade's difference. And, like, cool, if it works for you. But I think especially when you're younger and it's a decade's difference. Like, if you're, like... 40 and 50 yeah whatever i feel like it's cool like you guys are on similar playing levels at that point but i feel like when you're younger you are constantly changing and going through so much and trying to figure out stuff in this world that i just think it's too drastic of a difference so here's the next thought you know so she's she's 20 and this guy's 30 and I, I is it the same way it works no our men can always have kids they don't have like a cutoff age maybe i don't know but you could impregnate someone till you die wow that's crazy yep. shout out to to grandpops all over the world <laughs> oh uh, uh, but uh also why birth control should have been for men because you can no, also we, we don't do that nope nope we're gonna we're just gonna mention it a little bit we here don't, don't do that. because you know i gotta be pregnant for nine months but you could get multiple people pregnant per day for all nine months don't get stuck with the little and gun. then i get menopause and i can stop having kids at you know 50 60 whatever but you can always get someone pregnant i'm just saying, so I'm, with the I'm gun. just saying say? who feels me that birth control should be for men and not women and that it was always about controlling us. Continue. I'm just rocking around, rocking, walking around with a loaded gun. Not like. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else that's a little vulgar. Oh, Rock out I mean. with your. Uh, <laughs> all the grandpas out there. Um. <sighs> but yeah, like okay, this guy's thirty. You, you know what? At, what? At, what at thirty-five? He wants to be. You know, he wants to have a kid or something, and she's, and she's 25, and she's like, I don't know. Right. I still want to do this with my life. Like, this, this is stuff that, like, uh, may be touchy. Because, like, I don't know. We're, I know we're getting deeper than just your looks, um, but, like, these are, like, the age limit things. That's true, too, because, yeah, because he doesn't want to be, like, an old dad, but she might be, like, where I am. Like, I still want to explore some places before having kids. So, like, for example, that's, like, a priority. And it makes sense for a mid to late 20-something person. Mm-hmm. So, that's true. 
That's true, because then what if she wants to wait till 35 and now he's 45 Mm -hmm. and he's like, I want to have an infant at 45. So, you know, that's true. Everyone's got their timeline. Yeah, it's it's a touchy one. I don't really have much to give you other than if age is an issue now, age is going to continue to be an issue at least until you're old. It's always going to be an issue, too. It's not just the pigtails. Yeah, it's, it's deeper just than that. Be an issue. Yeah, because he clearly says he feels like a target with you out in general, not just with pigtails. So he's you're gonna he's gonna constantly feel judged. Uh, you know, when he's out with them in public. That's the, I mean that's yeah. Like no matter what, like she can, like if she looks young now, that's not going to change. You know, five ten years from now, like that just. That's just what happens with your face. And, like, he's going to look how he looks, but, you know, it's going to slightly age and stuff like that. And it's just, that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have much to add other than I, it's just you got to deal with it or not deal with it. Um, that's the thing where you, you, where if you don't have the thick skin to, like, handle it, I don't know what to tell you, bro. That's why you got to invest in your mental wealth. Uh-huh. Get it on Good Feeling Apparel on Etsy.com. <laughs> uh, Shameless plug. But that's that's all I think I got on this here. Um, we didn't touch on the political stuff, which is great. Cause Yay! I but uh, next week, who knows? Uh. With with the way this is like ending up as. like it's yeah. <sighs> and now I'm trying to figure out if I should take off Thursday or not. Like, damn. Oh, boy. Because I don't want to work, dog. I just want to relax. I know. I just want my feet rubbed. No? You're not going to help? Okay. Man, you do not rub my feet. Uh, in my dreams. Okay, well, that needs to be a reality, sir. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up, guys. Um, If you made it this far, thank you for listening. If you would love to be a part of the show, we would love to have you. Uh, you can send us a voice message at Page and the Simpsons. Uh anchor.fm link is in the description um or you can send us an email and we'll read it on the podcast clearly lauren will because my reading sucks um yeah with that being said i'm going to enjoy the rest of my short little weekend here and i hope everyone has a great day and it's not too stressed out about this upcoming election because i am okay okay with that being said, he had to go and sneak the With that being said, I'm Shadell, host of the Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Laura, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.